0: Michael, how are you? Good to have you on BTB. Good, good. Awesome. Alright guys, let's go ahead and introduce producer extraordinaire, director of this great documentary film, Nail in the Coffin. Um, it's all about the life of Ian Hodgkinson, aka Vampiro. And a couple of us are big wrestling fans, so this will be a, a treat here on Below the Belt Show. The one and only Michael Pats. Michael, good to have you on BTB. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Man, uh, first of all, I watched it today. Watched the entire documentary. Um, I, I was blown away, man. It it, 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 so, and if you, and the thing is, you really don't need to be a wrestling fan to watch this film. Which, which, um, you know, in some documentaries sometimes you have to be, you know, a fan or uh, have interest in the subject matter to watch it. But this, this, this documentary film, I think, can be watched by anyone really. And uh, I agree. It just, yeah, Ali. You're not a wrestling fan at all, but but you 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 saw the film and how it touched with not only Vampiro's professional um, side working in the the world of pro wrestling and Lucha Libre, and of course his home life of being a father to a teenage daughter. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.
0: It's oh, tell, um.
1: Yeah. Please. No, I was just I was just gonna say that. No, I'm I'm a I'm a uh, wrestling fan ever since I was a kid. I, I've loved wrestling. I, and, uh, but when I was, ex- you know, exploring, you know, uh, this doc and getting into it, you know, it more and more was, uh, it was coming together as as a, a father daughter story and wrestling was the back is the backdrop, you know, like uh, at the end of the day, I think that the fans will, will, you know, people will like, enjoy it because it's re- the wrestling, but uh, you know, the, the core of it is, is this family, you know, this family story, right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, I love that.
2: I love getting to see his relationship with his daughter, and seeing that side of um, his outside life with wrestling and overcoming everything and being a, a great father. I really, really love that. Yeah. And I have a 11 year old daughter myself. So.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing about being in the pro wrestling industry. You're always on the road, yeah. so it, it definitely takes a toll. On, um, on families, but um, you kind of uh, hint, uh, mentioned a little bit, but I was curious on, there wasn't much focus on the relationship with the wife. Was there a reason why?
1: Uh, well, they're, they're, they're divorced. Yeah. Um, I mean, when, when I, um, I mean, the, the kind of the backstory is like, um, I, I met Vampiro years ago in the early 2000s. I was living in, in, in Mexico and I was, I was writing for uh, Lucha Libre magazine. Oh, nice. called, called Super Luchas, so I got to meet all the, you know, all the wrestlers, everybody, and it was really awesome. It was a great experience um, doing that. And I had always heard about Vampiro being Canadian. I knew about this this legend, this guy from Thunder Bay, Ontario. I was living in Mexico, so I wanted to meet him, and uh, and I did, and we connected, and it was really cool. And then I got to know him a little bit, and then you know, fast forward fifteen, sixteen years later, uh, I bumped into him at, at the airport. And uh, and I'm like, what are you doing now? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm commuting. I'm commuting from Thunder Bay to Mexico City uh, to work the shows, and then I'm going to to LA to work Lucha Underground, and and then I'm gonna be back on Sunday, uh, Sunday night, so I can I can uh, take my daughter to school in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, <laughs> I like and I, I you know, crazy. commuting. Yeah, you know, if I if I have to take the subway downtown, it's I'm complaining. And this guy was like. <laughs> Do doing that all the time right so it was, it was <laughs> I was blown away and he's like well I'm a single dad now and I'm raising her and right. I, this is what I'm like okay that's crazy and then right and I thought wow this is you know you know the seed was planted for you know, for the doc right the idea And we started talking about it and then one thing led to another and then and then three years later after after filming this whole thing um you know we're here now that's awesome now, I, I have to ask because I saw
0: several videos at various points in Vampiro's life. Were you present for the the younger um, Vampiro footage when his daughter was what eight years old,
1: maybe? Yeah, probably younger than that. I guess she was, but it, but I, yeah, I was I was around that that time. I, w- I didn't film that stuff. He, he, that's other people had, had filmed. Other okay, like other, that. so other people <laughs> filmed it. I didn't know it was one of those big long documentaries
0: that you were there for like years. <laughs>
1: It's like a, yeah, a two-decade documentary. Yeah. So this, this is this is uh, a,
0: um, taken from a separate um, archives or other. This is doc- just, uh,
1: uh, just our are lots of archives. A friend a friend of mine uh, had filmed this stuff, and he contacted me, and he says, "Look, he says I I I'd filmed a bunch of stuff with Ian uh, years ago, and he's like, you know." I never, I never used it. Do you want it? And I was like, yeah. oh my God! It's like, it was like, you know, as a documentary oh, filmmaker, it, it's gold, exactly, it's right? It's Gold,
0: man. Yeah. You know?
1: it, it's, it's, it's all about, you know. I think it, having an archive is is amazing, and and then putting all of it together was was I look, you know, you look at everything, and it's like you got so much stuff because the guy's done so much stuff. It's his, his, his life. You know, it's just, it's just absolutely crazy, right? So right, and, and then. Uh, ended up working with a, a fantastic editor uh, who basically looked at everything and kind of helped. We we together we kind of we kind of weave this story together. Um, his name's Danny Palmer, and and uh, the the cool thing about Danny is that he would just come off season one of um, of Dark Side of the Ring. There you go. Um, that series he was working for Vice, and uh, and so he he you know he knows he knew wrestling like the, you know the oh, back of crazy. his hand after doing that.
0: That's funny you mentioned um, Dark Side of Ring Chachi. You've actually watched every episode almost, right? I did of uh, the two of seasons. Dark of... Yeah, yeah. I actually... These wrestling
2: stories—they're crazier than anything you can make up in your life. Like, yeah, you know, especially the ones like back in like the seventies, eighties, nineties, like during like this the real like rock star days of of wrestling. I think now like wrestling
0: is and stuff like that.
2: Was that like Bruiser Brody and those guys? All that stuff. Yeah, I think I think wrestling nowadays. I think um, the wrestlers. I think they're more tame you know they're more like corporate or whatever like especially for wwe wwe back then it's like i mean you were on the road you were partying like a rock star like you were like a celebrity you know during like the golden age of wrestling like it's it's as crazy as stuff to get into and like there was i mean there's there's been murders you know there's been all kind of crazy stabbings all kind of crazy stuff back then
0: yeah you kind of touch on a lot of that in your documentary michael i mean obviously um it's no secret that wrestlers have abused drugs alcohol and steroids vampire actually said you mix drugs alcohol steroids and stupid people that, that's that's not a good formula right there which i think is uh pretty crazy and as a result of you know that plus a toll on your body there's you know you get the drug addiction and the uh, painkiller addiction which sadly has resulted in the untimely passings of, of a lot of, of, of talent um man it's a sad state of the world michael uh, in the wrestling industry isn't it when 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 so many so many talented uh professional wrestlers have passed way too soon
1: no absolutely it's it's like you know who's the next one right that's it, it's 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 awful and then when you see you know it's it's like that age where they you know they they in their forties early forties it's their, it it's almost like the clock starts ticking on uh, for them yes. um Oh, and we're about there's 50, so, 54 or
0: something like that, when they passed away.
1: There's so many of them. Uh, you know, I would probably say, pr- probably a uh, few hundred uh, over the over the last, you know, couple of decades. You know, right. how how many have died? Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I think it's way more uh, than
2: football players.
1: Yeah, yeah. On yeah. top of that, with yeah. you, you've got yeah. heart attacks and, and and concussions and and everything. No, it's 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 a tough. It's a really tough. Uh, you know, business to be in. Think um, you think
2: like a wrestler, like I um, mean, I mean, how many times does a normal person fall on their back in their lifetime, or fall on their knees in their lifetime? Like pretty, pretty few. But yet these wrestlers that are doing it like all day, every day, like yeah. six, you know, six days a week. And, and and they're not like football players. They don't have helmets and all these huge pads. I mean, they only have like small right. knee pads, small elbow pads, point. and that's it. The rest of their body is pure open. You know, their <laughs> backs open. You know, their heads open. Their heads kind open. Of injury important. like. Yeah. And like Vampiro, like I see here, he's only 53 years old, which seems like he's been in the business forever, you know, but he's only 53. So he must have been like super young when he got involved in wrestling.
1: Yeah, I know that. That's, uh, I think that's for sure. You like, know, his, I mean, when, when I look at all of, you know, when I interviewed a, a whole bunch of those, uh, you know, luchadors back in Mexico and, getting, and, and of course, watching wrestling for years, I mean, his story is just is, is so fascinating um you know he this, this is a guy that was that could have been a professional hockey player like he was he was drafted he was a goalie he was like you know ready to, he was going to be like probably you know uh definitely play nhl wow.
2: um, and he
1: and he gave that up you know he gave it up for for punk rock music and and everything else and <laughs> yeah. isn't that kind of like jericho too wasn't jericho like yeah i guess very that similar NHL right uh, yeah, well, his father was right. His father was a yeah, uh, father. yeah, the NHL. Chris, yeah.
0: Ur- Chris Irvine, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And and you know so yeah he you know gave up hockey and then and, and you know then he ended up uh in Montreal because of the he saw I guess you know he saw the Road Warriors and everything that and punk rock music and everything and he started training and then and the next thing you know the guys in the, the guys in L.A. and he's and he's living with Millie Vanilli. Yeah, and he's <laughs> turned he bodyguard. I mean yeah. I can make a I can make a whole documentary uh-huh. on, on the Milly aspect on the story. Like there's so <laughs> much stuff. Was
2: he living with was he living with Millie Vanelli during their their peak? Yeah. Millie Vanelli?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. Wow. So so he, he uh he ended up working with an actor. An actor asked him to go house sit in LA. He's down there. He was working the I think he was he was a he was a uh, a doorman for Mickey Rourke's uh, uh, club. I forget which club it was now. Uh, and then he's somebody's girlfriend, and she's a manager of Millie Vanilli, and saw him and said, "We need someone like you to, you know, to baby, basically babysit these guys because they were at, they were just like blowing up." All and right. And he was with them twenty four seven. He had to live at the house with them. Wow. He, went on, he went on the European tour. Girl, you them. know it's true. Absolutely, <laughs> and he and he went, and he was like the first like he's there and he's and he and he's like he's like he's like uh, there's something they not they don't speak English or something like that and he's like I don't understand and and then the manager and they like, don't you speak know,
0: Spanish so he got to talk with them in Spanish either exactly and
1: the, and the manager like turns to him and says you know shut the hell up man you know just whatever just keep it quiet and he's like okay I get it I don't know what's going on so he was there for the whole. The, the fiasco with the the that is, with
2: this, the, the del- things
1: the skipping the, and all that the, sort of stuff the revealing of the fraud the hope and and all of that stuff and he was but like it says in the documentary of what what it for him he he got a really great insight into the business which was sort of the you know the mm-hmm. the machine right right
0: yeah. um
1: that kind of puts it all together and how and how you know fame is created and and you know and putting it all you know Processing it and putting it out there, he learned a big lesson from that.
0: Wow! Crazy. did you think about reaching out to this? I wasn't sure if it was Millie or Vanilli that's still with us today. One of them's still with us today.
1: No, I, uh, I tried. I tried. I reached. I reached out, but I didn't get any response. Oh, uh, sorry. It would have been. It would have been. But I don't, it was. You know, it was a pretty weird. That was a time. You know, like it, the thing is, is that he's he's got he knows. So like uh, Ian knows the whole dark side the whole oh, not I wouldn't say necessarily the dark side but basically everything that they did right so i'm not sure it's kind of like you know they want to kind of talk about you know th- those <laughs> those days you know like you know some of those evenings and things that you know all the stuff that they did uh because it was the real rock star experience uh that was that went on there so
0: wow so cool. certainly certainly a rock star in vampiro and of course you cover his career from lucha libre to wcw and then of course going back to triple a to work as a director or producer behind the scenes which i thought was really cool um one thing I, i'm amazed about was his ability to pick up spanish obviously he lived in mexico but uh the fact he's, he's so fluent and he's a canadian from up north uh and speaks like a native speaker so i thought that was really cool to see that. Yeah. Aspect.
1: No, he, well, he's been there for, I don't know how many years now, but I guess yeah. it was like the nineties the or whatever when he was, when he first done it. But yeah, he's, he's completely, he learned it fast. I mean, the thing That's, with him is that he's, he's super, super intelligent. Right. Like he's operating, he operates on a different, different plane. Um, he's got so many things going on and he can do anything that he wants. You know I mean? He could, like I said, he could have been a pro hockey player. You know, wanted to get into music. You know, he's played in bands. Uh, he's, you know, does all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, did wrestling and and all that. So he's he, he's really, really a smart, smart guy. Um, so, it just yeah, it's just and and just he's a, a whirlwind trying to keep up with him when we're filming and trying to, you know, it's like it's like where are you going? What's next? And you know, it's, yeah. it's always something, right? You know, so yeah, and, and I love how. Life?
0: I love how you caught some of the drama. Like you caught Jeff Jarrett backstage. I, I I wasn't sure if you were the camera operator or someone else, but he told the camera to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. then they you know he got in an altercation with another luchador. Um, I guess what 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 was going on in that instant? Uh, obviously uh, that was definitely documentary gold right there. Uh, um, definitely an unplanned moment, right?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that for I mean, for me, you know, being a fan of wrestling and all that. You know, that was to be able to go to, to Triple Mania um, with, tri- you know, Triple A was awesome. They were they were like the owner of the company, Dorian Rodan. He was like, he's like, yeah, open up the door. You guys can come. You can film behind the scenes. You can you, you, you just run the gamut. You have full access. Uh, and I was like, that's awesome. But just he says, what just just don't film the guys with their masks off you know we you know mm-hmm. that's because that's sacred and I'm like of course of yeah. course I wouldn't you know wouldn't do that uh but he was really you know um uh, really welcoming and just in, very trusting uh in that and then it was triple mania 2025 it was their 25th anniversary it was a huge event everybody was there and uh you know it's like it's like wrestlemania for mexico right you know so what was it was 30 40 000 people in the arena Wow. Um, you know, all those guys. And it is, it's a, it's a pressure cooker. And, and, you know, it's always interesting, you know, be like, you know, like I said, I was like, I'm a fan and, uh, you know, trying to watch this and enjoy it, but we were filming. And the one thing that we were like, you know, the process was, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to follow Ian everywhere he goes. Because if we're not, you know we're gonna miss something, right? So that was the whole sort of thing. So we yeah. follow following everywhere, nice. Um, and uh, you know it just yeah, it, it's I think the big thing was is that it's it's a snake pit, uh, there and with all the with all the wrestlers, Um uh, it's, right it's it's a total snake pit. It's it's all alpha. It's all yeah. alpha, and 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 if and if if you're if you show a sign of weakness, it like gets like it's for real like that. Like they'll eat you alive there. You know what I mean? So you, even when you even a documentary, you gotta have to be kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. not be shy, right? And, and, and all that. Oh, but they will yeah. eat you eat you up, and they're all and they're all kind of working each other all the time. And that's the other thing too is just the, the insight that you know you, you kind of see these guys and, and it's always shades of gray. Like even on even on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and all they're talking to each yeah. other, it's always these shades of gray, and you never quite, you know, know who's playing who, right? I um, had an opportunity, uh, in the mid not,
0: late mid to late nineties to go backstage for WCW. Yeah, and they told me to stay away from Scott Steiner because they say he could freak out and hurt you. They, <laughs> like wrestlers actually told me that. I met Vampire once back then. I mean. And you're right. They will. Certain guys are fine. They're cool. They're good to talk to. And other guys are just like, stay away from them. Leave them alone. They're snap on you.
1: No, I, I mean, absolutely. Do you find them some way? Absolutely, absolutely. There's, it's again, it's personalities. It's people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's you know that's what it's like. And when you're in these these intense situations. You have to kind of give people as much space as you can, but yeah. we are we are filming a documentary, and of course, things are going to happen and all that and and that was it, and you know that in that instance, um there was a few things that were going on. Um, uh, there was a match it was sexy star and um, and uh, what my, uh, rosemary, I think it was, and he she she you know reefed on her arm and uh, dislocated her elbow or shoulder. I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was that the, all that went on and you know jeff was managing his talent that he that he was there right so he mm-hmm. was pretty upset about mm-hmm. what had happened for the event and rightly right. so and you know he you know he we we walked into that moment when they were having this heated conversation about the match and what had gone on and and all this and we walked in there and he was like you know he was pretty pissed off, and then and then it got even more. Like he he told everybody to turn the cameras off, and um, it just got it just got was getting really got really really intense, and wow. then and then that's the first time I saw uh, Kevin Cross, uh, who's yes. now um you know carrying uh, Cross right
0: carrying Cross an NXT champion.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean it was like and so he comes walking into the room, and I I had I hadn't seen him yet. And he walked in, and I was like, "Holy crap, who's this guy?" And he had the steel chair in his hand, and mm. and it was like, "This is this something. This is going down." He was like, "Ready?" It was like I wasn't sure what the hell was going. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but he was like, he came in to check you know, because things were were getting really heated, and um, and then you know Ian Vampiro's trying to you know it's, you know calm everything down and all that. Um but that 's gonna happen that happens you know that sort of thing, but it makes for great documentary filmmaking yep. that's oh for sure. man
0: i'm glad you captured that and of course uh going back to um dealing with the fans now wrestling fans are it can be jerks sometimes they can you know and they can be sometimes bothersome sometimes um uh, you know but there 's some good fans like our ourselves but but nonetheless uh you you you, fo- you focus a little bit on vampiro dealing with the fame and having fans approach him and sometimes he just wants to be family man but he has to put that on pause to and he, he took time to to greet sign autographs uh take photos with his fans so I that thought was that was really cool. cool. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely, but I think it's it, it's I think what's what's interesting is that in Mexico uh it's a completely different level Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he's, it was like, you know, back in, 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 when, during the boom, when he, when he was there, he was a rock, it was like, it was like, he was a rock star, wow. um, M- MTV had just come to Mexico, um, and, you know, he was like this, you know, rock star guy with the braids, the, you know, Guns N' Roses, all these types of things like that, and the women just went crazy, and it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like Beatlemania, um, that was there there was like the from you know when i was looking at the footage and hearing all the stories you know the it was the the women just were they were going to the arena they were flocking to the arena and they were like passing (laughs) they were passing out and there was an ambulance out front and taking them to the ambulance like all those stories you hear about rock stars this was happening for him this happened to him in mexico and he was only uh, he was what maybe 1920 yeah just start now uh, and And, you know, that's a lot to deal with. And and as he was saying, he said, you have all this, all this, the women, the, the, you know, the the, the party and the drugs, the alcohol, all that sort of stuff, the the fans, all those people. And then at night they go home and, or afterwards, and then they go into these hotel rooms and they're just by themselves. And it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tough way that they sort of, you know, they got to kind of turn off, right? You know, so. Yeah. Uh,
0: Another thing. But I, to, I was yeah, sorry. So
1: was just gonna i was just gonna say back with mm-hmm. the um with mexico He just became so popular like he's, he just became literally this this icon in mexico and he can't what he can't walk a block without being stopped
0: wow and that, that's for someone that usually wears makeup and i think yeah. that's amazing
1: yeah in the he ring. Gets stopped all the time and, but and people know what he looks like yeah yeah I mean, they they know and, they, and 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 they don't and they come up to him, they, they hug him. they selfies. It's it, like, it just doesn't stop. And it's, you know, and if, for someone who doesn't like to be touched, he's right. like, you know, for him, he doesn't, it's, it's like, he doesn't like, you know, people come up and, and after a while it's like, you, so you can see, you can sort of get an idea what, what these, what these people have to kind of go through. Right. Jeez, and
0: speaking of uh, a lot to go through, you alluded to in the documentary um, an incident of sexual assault yeah. during uh, Vampire's young life. It was kind of briefly uh, brought up, but you didn't really expound on it. Was there a specific reason that we didn't take it to the next level on the documentary?
1: I mean, I, I guess I just I didn't feel it was necessary to to sort of to to push yeah. it. I mean, he's he kind mm-hmm. of basically talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentioned it. There wasn't there wasn't a whole heck of a lot more to really kind of you know talk. He's talked about it before in the past. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, and he's and all that, but it was definitely something important to to mention. Um, and uh, but it's like yeah, I just you know I had a lot to cover, and um you know in like eighty eight minutes and 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 I thought that was enough to sort of mm-hmm. um to kind of give a bit of insight into in, into him as a, as a person.
0: What would you say is the biggest challenge um, between a documentary film, producing and directing a document, documentary film versus a scripted film?
1: I mean, they're both are hellish, right? They're both, yeah. they're both are yeah. hellish. I mean, as a, a, um, a background, like my background is also uh, I'm one of the owners of a company called Raven Banner. And uh, we're a distribution production company. We sell yes. movies around the world, and yes, um, I saw that on your MDB, Yeah. So we get involved in it. We yes, we get involved in it a lot. We 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 make we we're involved in all things uh, genre, all things you know, Comic Con, Fan Expo, all that sort of. That's cool. So yes. action films, horror films, sci-fi, fantasy, all that sort of stuff. You know that you know we're fans first. Um, and so yeah, we work in a lot of production. Production is yeah, production is grueling, uh, but. I think the big thing about a scripted is like you know it's it's four weeks of shooting or whatever it is, right? Four weeks of shooting, you're done. You have a post schedule, all that sort of stuff. With a documentary, it's it's you 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 have an idea, and but you don't have an ending, you or or a beginning, or or, you know. So you you have to kind of you know you just have to start filming, and that's why it, it took us two to three years to sort of kind of put all the you know all the pieces together um and all that so I, that's the biggest part is just sort of uh for me was just sort of like uh, getting putting everything together so it's it, it takes a lot longer it's like yeah. for us with two to three years i know some filmmakers it takes them even a, even a lot longer so it's just a, a lot longer in general because of yeah. the schedule
0: yeah that makes a lot of
1: sense i'm glad that you
0: brought that up but you know um you're saying i'm um, not really a definitive ending but there was a big reveal at the end of the documentary. I guess it is that considered a spoiler territory, but the, 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 the words that, yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Across, uh, okay, so maybe if, because I think it's kind of, kind of, um, nah, if you don't want to know, anyways, if you don't want to know, then uh, please forward to the end. <laughs> but uh, at the end, you, you revealed that Vampiro was diagnosed with early onset of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So I think that really resonated. That was a big kick at the end of the documentary. And I think not knowing that in the beginning re- really makes you say, Oh
2: fuck man, that sucks. Right. At 53 you know? years
1: old. Right. At 53 years old, you know, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah. But, you know, it, 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 it it's, it has this sort of moment, but at the end of the day, it's, it, it was, it's, it's, there's still a bit, there's something that's uplifting. That's about it. Uh, it's, it was kind of hard to, to pin down. Um, yeah. It, it's, it, 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 Powerful words though, man. He hasn't, he hasn't, he's, he's totally changed. Like the, the, the cool thing what's happened is that when I, when I first met him, uh, he wanted to do this. Um, he was very trusting and said, okay, you guys can film, film me, follow me. I'm, I don't want to see the cut. I don't want to be involved in the edit because if I'm involved in the edit, I'm going to want you to take th- things Stuff out yeah, and things good. like that. And, and so he was very trusting. He that's said, bad. I just trust you you know all that sort of stuff like when i like i got his wedding footage from someone else Wow. you wow. know and so when it was, he didn't even know it was in the film and it's in the, when, when he saw the film he's like, he's like, yeah. he's like damn man he's like, that's my that's my wedding you put in there, right? uh, so it was it, that that part is that was that's that was it's fun right but but um I think that, you know, the pair, there's a, obviously there's a, there's a strong parallel to the, the, the Mickey work and the wrestler and all that. Yes. And it's great comparison, guess guess, by the yeah. way. Yes. And, and there's so many wrestlers that have gone down that path, right? That same story. And I think that what was interesting was uh, what I, you know, what I was happy about that this didn't have that dark ending in the wrestler, Mickey work, you know, tries to change. And then he ends up, you know, trying to reunite with his daughter and Don't all of that know, falls apart, and he he screws yeah. the whole thing up, yeah. and he goes back to wrestling. Um, whereas Ian didn't want to do that. He, everything is it's completely opposite. Even though it's got shades of, you know, yeah. the wrestler. All he wants to do is the opposite. He wants to do everything for his daughter, and he's willing to sacrifice everything to help support her. And and so even though it kind of travels and has a bit of a kind of a, a, a sadder ending it's still uplifting um and especially now because he's getting treatment and yes. he's actually he's actually lost like a like over 100 pounds oh, um man. he went for he went for treatment for his alzheimer's he's he's uh like taking new medications and and just like he's he's totally a changed person and, and he went and back in the ring from the concussions by chance or what's that is, do you think the concussions had something to do? Oh, with it? The... Oh, I mean, I think a hundred percent. I think that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, Yeah. And and talking to his doctor, uh, it, it's like you know, you you always you know people just you know, people are always questioning about things and injuries and this and that. And I, but I but I was like, yeah, you know, because I was curious too, right? And I was like, I sat down with his doctor, and he's like, you know, to, it was basically listed off a menu. Of 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 all the injuries that he's had, and when he said that he was one he's one hit away from dementia, Mm. um, that was like we were filming. We were probably maybe three quarters of the way through the documentary when he was saying that, you Mm -hmm. know. And he still went through some more things after that, and and so it was that that was that was real. That was the real deal. That was it was for me. It was. It was pretty intense. To, and his doctor was, was really concerned. And his doctor was always complaining um, that he can't get him to stop. And, and then he's like, well, please, you know, he's like, film me. And he says, I, I want – so I can put it on camera. I can tell him, you know, to stop. You know, and I, and I thought that was kind of cool. Wow.
0: wow. And he, and he decides to get back in the ring even after being diagnosed.
1: Yeah. You yeah. added I mean, that, so – yeah, he went back, and but he didn't he didn't do too too much, and and he no, I, I think that's that's you that's know that's the
0: extent of the the the, the, the in ring work he'll do. That probably mo- you know, one off I mean, match.
1: Probably, but you never know. I mean, I think that's the thing with 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 wrestling and any sport, right? It's so it's people, it's that it's that you know that draw, right? Like like Mike Tyson, like a, right? Like a passion. Yeah, yeah, you want to. Yeah. You know, yeah. But like you see Tyson, Absolutely. right? Tyson's yeah. like. Training yeah, and he's coming get, back. He's yeah, September, right? String, right, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's um. I think it was that's, postponed. But well, I mean, was it postponed?
2: It, I think it, so. Okay. It's of, going because of COVID. Yeah.
1: It's going to no November or something like that. But I mean, he's. I mean, yeah. oh my god, he's a beast. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. That that's. But I think that's,
0: he's in a better place now, Tyson. I mean, like when he he had his problems, he was
1: just in a dark place. Now it seems like he's happy with the stuff. Hmm. Yeah. No, it seems to be. Yeah.
2: So, so did you watch the documentary with um, Ian? And if so, what was his opinion, opinion of the finished product?
1: Oh, you mean, I mean, uh, yeah, we. The it was interesting because we we premiered the movie in, in Austin, Texas uh, at Fantastic Fest, and it was uh, it was awesome. It was a sold out. It was a sold out screening. It was it was really cool. He had not seen the film. Wow. And he hadn't seen it to that moment. And then he Yeah, I are. thought
0: he was gonna give you the first yeah. stamp of approval before the No, pre- no, yeah. he's like, I
1: don't wanna wow. see it. And I was like, and, and that was the, for me, that was the part that was that was like I was more nervous of that than the audience in <laughs> <and> the premiere <laughs> Film. Right. I right, exactly, like, right. like, Oh my god, I'm sitting Cause, down cause beside it's the man's life.
2: And
1: and, and, yeah. and, and, um, and this and uh and he he joked, he says, Well, if I see something I'll just turn around and I'm just, and I'm just gonna punch in the seat. <laughs> <You> know? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never know. so yeah. but hey, his daughter watched it yes yeah she 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 did and wow, uh sure. you know mm-hmm. she loved it and she oh, that's great um she was really thankful and, and and all that i mean i mean what's what was really cool with her uh was like for her to to put herself out there and be involved with it and, and she she didn't have to but when we when we talked about it we had a, we had this conversation about what we wanted to do and 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 her to be part of this you know this film and she was like okay you know I'll I'll I'll, I'll do that and um and that's not that wasn't easy that wasn't easy because i mean for her the reason why they moved back to, me, to from Mexico to to Thunder Bay was because she was she'd been dealing with bullying she oh, had yeah. she so had she had some serious extreme bullying in mexico city why though why would
0: she
2: have (laughs) bullying because she was canadian
1: no she was she was actually she was yeah she was but she i think she was born in in canada but they she grew up in mexico she's more probably more mexican than canadian um but uh i don't know i think it's just kids and teenagers and you know that sort of that sort of thing and kids are cruel right exactly right you
2: think it was because of her father
1: it could be Okay. it could be that there was a lot of course there's 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 all of that too who knows i don't know but she had a lot of it and that's she tough. says in the documentary she says like if if it wasn't because and that's what makes a good parent right he she was he was watching he was like and yeah. she's like she said my hat my dad and my you know my mom hadn't stepped in i don't know where i'd be right and, and so they wow. made that decision that says we're going to go back to thunder Bay and reset the switch wow. you know and you know they went back there and and Thunder Bay, man, is like you know that's another world, and it was like, what what's that saying about you know from you know uh, the frying pan from the flames (laughs) frying pan into the fire? Yeah, Uh,
0: (laughs) that's a pretty accurate analogy.
1: That's what I she goes she goes up there and she got bullied even more. Really? Because it was a whole different thing, right? You know? Oh my god! Because she she you know her accent and just being Mexican and, and, you know, Canadian, just everything, just everything she just got, she got bullied. And, and, and it was, it was, it was, that was very, that was tough for her as well. And then, um, and, and then of course she had to move in with her, her dad, you know, and she's, you know, 16, 17 and she's, you know, living with her dad and, and, and she had to deal with that for the, like really together for the first time. Until she was,
0: graduated from high school, which you you were able to capture, which I thought yeah was, was, it was really nice. Yeah. So I
1: mean, it was so it was really cool because you know part of this sort of this whole you know this film is 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 part of as part of her uh, you know her journey as well, right? So it's, yeah. it, was, it 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 was pretty cool and, and to see her grow from that yeah. uh, and and graduate and make it through and all that and she and she's and she's doing awesome, awesome. and yeah and she she really she was really happy with the film and and all that and, and so it was, it was cool hey
0: i was happy That's with the sad. film all of us were yeah it was pretty good it was very well done you can check it out september 4th available on, on digital um vod and digital um also um well actually limited theaters on september 4th I yeah and we,
1: and we um we also got a blu-ray coming out too nice um, yeah. um, and near the end of september i forgot what date it is now but we put in uh, about an hour of extras. Awesome. So we got an in, like, interview with, 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 you know, more stuff with Kevin Cross. Oh, cool. Travel um, Guerrero, I think. Just, uh, just a lot of other people who just, you know, other stuff, uh, other insights um, into, into him and all that sort of stuff like that. So it was, um, that was a lot of fun to put the, all the extras in.
0: Uh, well Fantastic. everyone should check out this great documentary but really quick one question i see another big name in the world of wrestling trish stratus on a mm-hmm. project you worked on called bounty hunters oh, yes, yeah yes. you're uh, one of the executive producers on that yeah were,
1: yeah
0: were you on set for that or were you like a no no I, was, yeah,
1: no I was i was on i was on set for a lot of that one and nice um, yeah trish is awesome she's she's the, the coolest person on the planet I
0: got to check out that um, movie. I've heard about that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot it was a lot of fun putting that together and and she's uh-huh. she's uh she's 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 a great person and 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 you know again just in, you know another you know another side of the business, right? With the WWE and her career is just right. uh, just awesome.
0: Yep. And one more yeah. uh really good one with Steve Buscemi and Sienna Miller you worked on Interview back in 2000. Yeah,
1: interview. Yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah how did that you, was cool. How did you like that
0: experience?
1: It was awesome. That was fun. It was, again, it was, it was, it was, you know, when you were doing, doing independent filmmaking, we're always trying to work within a budget and put things together. And, and with that wow. one, that was, that was a really cool, that was a contained, I really contained one location type film yes. and, and watching and the, the, basically the whole movie, Steve Buscemi and, and, uh, Sienna Miller. The majority
0: uh, of the budget went to their pay. <laughs>
1: Probably. right. Yeah, there. it was always, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, the, but he directed it as well and and uh yeah. But it, oh but yeah, it's, yeah. An, it's an awesome kind of like cat and, uh game yeah. of cat and mouse no, i remember
0: it i remember that wow that is so cool um so any what what movie are you most proud of on your imdb which which scripted film
1: i mean no they you got a ton man i was like uh, we got which one should we there. watch i mean turbo kid for us is is uh is something we we're really really proud of Turbo cool. Kid, we we played at Sundance. Michael Ironside,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: we, we played at Sundance, South by Southwest. Oh sweet. Um, it's a real kind of uh cult hit. Uh, it's awesome. It's it's ridiculous. Um, cool. fun film, out. very very gory. Um, lots of lots of fun. The fantastic filmmakers. Uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe was another film that we we were involved with, which is, to me, is a is a horror masterpiece. Nice. Um and um, uh, my partner Andrew directed um, uh, uh, "Spare Parts," which is a uh, a, a female fight film. Uh, basically, all an all uh, female punk band. That Love gets, it. Um, that, Love the that, idea. That basically gets uh, um, kidnapped, and they get their, their limbs replaced with weapons. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> and they're and they're forced to <laughs> they're forced to fight in the gladiator ring. Ah, I remember uh, something, man. Like,
0: something like that from uh, Robert Rodriguez film. It's right? a bit
1: like that. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit <laughs> like inspiration from that. That's, like that's for sure.
0: Between that and Mad Max.
1: It's a, it's a bit like that. It's, uh, no, for sure. No, that, that's a lot of fun. And, uh, we're just in post on a, a movie called the fight machine. Um, which is basically, um, a, a book. It's, it's a book, uh, off, uh, by Craig Davidson called the fighter. Um, and it's, and if, uh, you know, you guys like MMA and all that, and and yes, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, this is a book. This is a must-read. Um, the Fighter by Craig Davidson. It's a real kind of dark exploration into, you know, the life of a fighter and and and, and all that. It's two sides of the tracks. It's one, one, uh, uh, one kid's a, a boxer, you know, golden gloves, and the other guy is basically just exploring what it is to feel pain and and sort of the, what that really that feeling is to explore. Um, you know I guess you know agony and sort of you know the yeah. rush of, of, of a fight and so these two, these two worlds end up colliding in, in bare knuckles wow. and, uh, fighting um, and, but uh, he's, uh, he, Craig Davidson uh, is an awesome writer and if you see the book and you see the reviews the reviews are insane from, uh, from, uh, from all the best horror uh, like Stephen King and it was Stephen King I can't remember, but a whole bunch of uh, reviews by people um, awesome. Are going to make That's a film awesome. of that by
0: chance, or... What's up, Paul? Are you going to make a film of that book, or?
1: Yeah, we're we're in post production. Oh, yeah, post production. Okay, okay. Okay. I, That's I awesome. Love... Awesome. So yeah, we love we love all things, you know, action, horror, you know, like documentary. We love we we we, we love it all. So. It's yep.
2: awesome. Do you have any awesome. plans for any future documentaries, or uh, focusing on
1: any other wrestlers? I mean, I'd, yeah, I mean, I know nothing right now. I'd, lo- I'd love to do something and just, you know, ex- I think I like the, I love exploring the, you know, broken people, you know, people who just, you know, that yeah. sort of, I wouldn't You're not, I guess, bro, I guess that's a good word for it, broken people.
0: Well, you could do a documentary on me. I'm certainly broken. <laughs> 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 oh, Michael, you were great. Wow. Awesome, thanks so oh. much for talking with us here on yeah, Below the here. Belt Show. Make sure you check out. Of course, Nail in the Coffin, The Fall and Rise of Vampiro um, on video, video On Demand, Tuesday, September 8th.
1: Awesome, man. Thank you. Awesome.
0: Michael, have a great night. Thanks for talking to us here Bell. Okay, awesome. Take right. care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.
1: Yeah.